Merry Christmas, INS listeners. This is a special Christmas story. And if you don't call it Christmas, I will punch you in the face. <laughs> it's not a it happy like holiday. Christmas. It's Christmas. If you if you were to dare to call the day of December the twenty, is it the twenty fifth or the twenty sixth? Twenty fifth. If you were to 26th call it any, Boxing Day, anything other than Christmas, I would be forced to do a spin kick, and my heel mm. would slam into your jaw, breaking it. Damn! If I catch you drinking from a cup of coffee that is not the color red today, you better be prepared to have that coffee, your pants pulled down and it splashed onto your genitals. And you better hope that the coffee is been not from McDonald's because that lady got third degree burns. Nonetheless, yeah. Merry Christmas. This is a special Christmas story. Hello, Santa Claus. Uh said the bank cashier of the First National Bank of Cisco, Texas, to someone who walked up dressed uh, as the most iconic Christmas time figure, Santa Claus. Uh-huh. It was only two days before the Christmas of 1927 in the small town of Cisco, Texas. So no one was really surprised to see a guy walking around in a Santa outfit. But this Santa was not there to deposit some Christmas toys for kids to pick up. He was there to make a permanent withdrawal at gunpoint. Oh, no. Santa walked in and stole $12,200 in cash and $150,000 in securities. Accounting for inflation, that would be a haul of about $2.2 million. Holy cow. The guy guy dressed up as Santa was a guy named Marshall Ratliff. His name was Marshall. He wasn't like a, you know whatever Marshall and he was like a dude who'd been he was he was a dude who'd been pardoned for bank robbery already by this governor named Miriam Ma Ferguson Ooh. who who issued about 4,000 pardons I guess she was kind of corrupt of for, <laughs> whatever so they had planned to rob the bank together and his brother was going to be at the bank but he got arrested again before they could pull off the ice so he pulled in these other two guys into the scheme, uh, two other ex-cons, Henry Helms and Robert Hill and uh, Lewis Davis. So I guess three. Okay. The four men plotted the robbery in Wichita Falls for stealing a car and driving down to Cisco. So they knew that, you know, it'd be really easy to to kind of maybe blend in if dressed as Santa because, you know, it's a small town. So mm-hmm. people would like not know who they were. And that's actually like less recognizable as okay. Santa because they don't know who they are, but you're like, ah, whatever. Anyway, so yeah. they roll in around noon. They had planned positions. They kind of kind of shouted out, and everybody thought it was a joke when one of the bandits shouted, "Stick them up, everybody!" And it didn't take long before everyone realized that the guns were real and this was an actual robbery. There's a woman and her daughter, and they snuck out of the door through to an alley, and they ran across the street to a police station. But one of the robbers saw them leaving, and as they were running away, despite already getting away, he just started shooting at them. But he didn't didn't get shot. Meanwhile, back in the bank, uh, Marshall Ratliff barged into the back and and told the, the teller to open up a safe. And he, uh, he pulled out a potato sack from under his clothes and loaded it up with all the cash and securities. Now, the town around this time, that the, the daughter and the other lady got away. So now the, the police are fully aware of the robbery. And it wasn't long before a gunfight broke out. Ratliff's loaded up with money. 
Uh-huh. Helms takes his position by the alley door, and they start firing shots up and down. More police come up. It's just it's just a complete and total firefight. There's over 200 bullets exchanged. So this is like some oh, wow. straight-up heat-level bank robbery, but it's in the 20s and have automatic weapon. These two police, Chief Bedford and Officer George Carmichael, were firing out back, and they both get killed. They get killed by wounds in the shootout. And another six... six just civilians are wounded. And unfortunately, Ratliff and Davis are wounded too. I said unfortunately yeah. because they're, while the bad people, they're the heroes of our story because mm-hmm. they chose to rob a bank dressed like Santa. And you can't, you can't be mad at that. It's, it's... <laughs> the bandits, they exited the building and they, got, they grabbed some hostages from cover, two little, two little girls, and oh. uh, they forced their way into a getaway car. So they jump in the car. They start driving away. One of the cops is like, shoot out the tires. So they shoot out the tires, uh-huh. and there's a hole in the gas tank. So they're driving around on flat tires, and they go around like a couple blocks away, jump out of the car, and they hijack somebody else's car, the Harris family. And in the middle of the hijacking, Woody was a 14-year-old kid who was driving, removed the keys and took it with him. So they like, hijack the car, and they get in, and then like in a moment's panic, the, the 14-year-old's like, ah, <laughs> takes the keys and run, leaving the two bank robbers with like, two of the other family nice. members in there. <laughs> so, uh, so they try to start the car. They can't do that. And uh, by that time, uh, the, not, not Marshall, but the other guy, Davis, his injuries were so bad, they're like, the rest of them, like, we got to move right. on without him. So they go back to the original car with the two hostages. They still got the two hostages. They're being chased by the, ta- the town folk. The gang, they drive a few miles out of town and just uh-huh. get out and run into this thick brush and just <laughs> abandon the car. Still with a Santa suit on, okay. running around through there. And then one of the guys says to, his, says to Marshall, like, you're still dressed up like Santa Claus. <laughs> and he's like, ah, and takes out his out, off the Santa outfits. And they're running around. So they make it to another part of the town. And they steal more cars. Uh-huh. They take another hostage, this guy named Carl Wiley. And then they, they're driving around, and they've got a, a cavil. They've got like a little mixed assortment of hostages who they're keeping with them. And they get out of town to another place called South Bend. It's in a place called Young County. The police okay. finally catch up with them again. Um, the bandit's car, they, go to a, they get to another wooded area. They make a stop. They jump out. Uh, there's a this uh, Cy Bradford. He's this veteran police officer. He's an older guy. He was a few cars behind him. He jumps out of his car and starts running towards the criminals. Uh-huh. According to House's account, Bradford fired three blasts from his double-barreled shotgun at the fugitives, wounding each. Ratliff <laughs> fell down from the shot that hit him and was taken into custody. Helms and Hill both made it into the woods, and the pursuit continued. Worn out and feeble, the two were finally caught and arrested. A week after the robbery attempt occurred. So they had been hiding out, moving from town to town, collecting hostages, leaving hostages, uh-huh. hiding here and there, just just kind of like living off the land. Helms is identified as one of the one of those who killed the two officers and he was sentenced to death. The house, the other guy was caught. He attempted to plead insanity and muttered a chant under his breath repeatedly during the trial, and he just would sit during the whole trial and just say, Ain't Gonna sing, hate. <laughs> gonna sing. The the jury found it insane though, and oh, he was put it. to death by uh, the electric chair. Yeah, I'll do it. Ratliff was also convicted and sentenced to death for his role in the deaths of two officers. He also attempted uh, an insanity plea. He had another chance. 
They uh-huh. both, for whatever reason, they both decided that got crazy people pardon. chant and sing randomly. He just started started singing, "The Lord have mercy on my soul, the Lord have mercy on my soul," and just in any time that they would like try to talk to him, he would he would act like he was blind all of a sudden. And he would act uh, just paralyzed and demented or just act like a little baby. They're, they're like trying to deal with the trial. And he's just acting like a complete nutball and, and going back and forth. And then after 10 days, he makes another escape attempt. Okay. And he's able to grab a gun and fire three shots at the deputy that he stole the gun from. The jailer, along with the help of his daughter who rushed in from an adjoining living quarters with a gun, was able to stop his attempt. Uh So when the crowd learns, because everybody was like, maybe this dude is like literally insane. When they learned, um, okay, well, he's not insane. And he's shot the deputy, Tom Jones, and that Tom Jones is probably not going to live. The crowd of a thousand people show up and they're like, Kill him now. Keep oh, in wow. mind, this is right around Christmas. They're like, kill him now. Kill him now. And the jailers are like, no, we don't want you to do this. But the mob breaks in and takes Ratliff out oh, and wow. brings him out into the street and strips him naked. And then they drag him out behind a theater, which had a play that was running at the time. And the name of the play was The Noose. Oh, my gosh. Because they had... Because they, you know, they couldn't let that go. They uh, they decided to uh, hang him from a nearby telephone pole. Oh, it was the oh. first lynching of a white man in Texas in many years. Apparently, they, it was that the paper said. Um, <laughs> so they they hang him from a telephone pole, uh-huh. buck naked. Mm-hmm. So then, this is still this is 1927. This is not. This is you know. Wait, I have a question. I, I need to ask something real quick. Yeah. Did a Sasquatch show up and point and laugh at him then? I mean, this might have been when they first started noticing because they left the body up for days. They left the body. And this is a, ta- this is a town with cars, you know? Uh-huh. Oh, man. They must have been so fucking mad. And not only that, they, they moved the body. There's a, a furniture store who's like, hold on. If people are coming to see this, we also want them to shop for furniture. So this furniture store takes his body down and puts it on display in the window and announces a sale to go along with it. There's a nude dead man hung by a noose inside. And I don't know if they kept him hanging when they put him in the display. I think they just took the body. Maybe they put clothes on him. What did they? What do you think they called that sale? Like the I I, I don't know. Uh, hung jury sale. I don't know. How how has this not been made into a movie yet? I don't know. Ooh. I have no idea because now. So while Ratliff and Helms had you know the pretty gnarly ending, uh-huh. uh, the other guy, one of the other guys, was his life was a lot more fortunate. It was Hill. He was in, he was not sentenced to death, but uh-huh. he was given a lifetime sentence in prison. And he made many, many more escape attempts before being let out on parole and allowed to change his name. Wow. And apparently, this is a funny thing, too. This shows you how nice Texans can be. In 1977, there was an article that Hill, he actually grew to be really good friends with Woody Harris, the teenage boy who had kept the bandits from stealing his car. And Harris had said, he's a fine fellow. He's my friend. (laughs) Man, things was different back then. Yeah. yeah, they were different. 
It was just a hard life, man. Yeah. It happened and everybody was kind of okay with it. Yeah. I feel like, you know, let this be a lesson for you Mm -hmm. on this Christmas while Mm -hmm. you're out. um, Talking apples. Yeah. Bobbing for apples and you're Uh you're opening your presents. Just think about all the bandits who are strung naked (laughs) in the town square. (laughs) Their new genitals mocked and laughed at by Mm -hmm. humans and Sasquatch alike. (laughs) Because isn't, isn't, isn't murdering those who've murdered others the real meeting of Christmas? Wow. That makes you think. It does. Makes you it think. Does. What a Merry Christmas. <laughs> One and all from the mm-hmm. INS news team.